Greetings, citizens, and welcome to episode 49 of Paranoia, Fight Together or Die a Clone. In today's episode, we now transition from Mission 5 into the between Mission 5 and 6 stuff, which starts, of course, with the secret debriefings. I was kind of hoping to fit all of these into one episode so that we could have them in a nice compact place, but they're a bit too long, so I've decided that we shall do them in the order that they were done, which is convenient because I happened to do the first three on one day and then the final one about a week later due to time constraints. So it'll be just like that for you. Today we'll do three, next time we'll do one. And then we'll just move on to the next events in that episode because it probably won't be long enough to fill out an hour. Never you mind that right now. Let us proceed and see what happens. We have quite a few people with quite a few interesting things that they must decide whether or not to tell their secret societies about. Which may get a little bit confusing when they are in the same secret society, which some of them are. I guess that's really the major change of pace in the secret debriefings nowadays, isn't it? Alright, secret society debriefing post-mission 5 with lights. Hello. Now, what were you just saying? Now, uh, do I get a choice in the matter of which secret society I talk to first? Neither of your societies are uh, aggressive debriefers, as we will call it, so yes. Okay, uh, let's talk to the uh, Corporal Metal first, because they're not going to kill me. Right. Um, Corporal Metal. Let me just get the files open. Now, when you said aggressive debriefers, does that include like people like the Scions, who the moment the mission's over are aggressively probing your mind to see if you know what you were told? Um... I guess that would count, sure. I was thinking more of, like, um... Purge. Yeah, Purge is pretty aggressive. Some some societies, you have a scheduled time that you must come in, and sometimes that's right after you uh, finish your mission. Humanists. Humanists like you to do that. Huh. Some of the anti-mutants. Anti-mutants are very aggressive. They want to know right away. Makes sense. They are anti-mutants. And also, sometimes it depends on which part of a society that you're in, you know. But anyways, all right, so you return, <clears throat> uh, what degree are you in? Second. You're second degree right now. Yeah. Yeah, so you return to the garage where you uh, first made your contact. Um, you are, you're greeted um, politely, but not with particular enthusiasm as a mostly human member of the club. So you, uh, you report to one of the Jacobots and... Uh, you tell them that... What do you tell them? Hello, I have ensured the protection of the... I would know it in character, but I'm... Pirates unit. Yeah, Pirates unit. No problem, that's fine. I don't expect to remember every single name. Um, <clears throat> the Jacobot looks at you and says, One moment. Fetching details. Yes, the unit has survived. This is good news. It appears that all danger has been resolved for now in the local area. I saved it from a communist, or I guess just regular communist attack. I'm used to saying communist mutants. Uh, it processes this for a little bit and says, Yes, very well. Threats, mutant, communist, or otherwise, are all equal in the eyes of the machine. Okay. All right. Uh, this is not enough to get you to third degree, but it does get you most of the way there. Uh-oh. What do you mean, uh-oh? I was hoping that uh, I could show up to uh, the next one and be like, I'm third degree now, I did what you asked. But now I am going to show up empty-handed, and that's not good. Um... No, no, don't, don't worry. Don't, don't, don't fudge anything. I can figure this out. I'm not, I'm not going to fudge something. I'm just yeah. thinking, um, 
Is is there anything else that you did that you can claim credit for with Corp or Metal? Hmm. I can't personally really think of anything. I'm thinking, what robot-y things have I done? I don't know, I didn't do a lot that mission. In terms of, like, Secret Society stuff, so I guess we'll just call it. Okay. Yeah. If that's all you've got, then that's all you got. That's all I got. Some missions are just not enough, even if you complete them to go all the way up a degree. I understand. You know, it's like you get, you get like ninety, per- you get like ninety percent of a thing, and then the good news is, is that if you keep getting ninety percent, then you'll go up uh, nine times. Yeah. You know, you love math. You understand what I'm saying? I understand math. All right. Now, uh, is there anything else you want to do, or do you just want to go straight to the Frankenstein destroyers? I think it's time to go to the Frankenstein destroyer. It's not a lot I can do in a second degree place. You know. All right. Uh, so you head off, and, uh, then, I guess we'll say the next day, probably, yep. you head to the Frankenstein, Frankenstein, Destro- Frankenstein Destroyers, FDU. Alright. Uh, I have ensured that the pirate unit will remain operational for the foreseeable future, or not, inoperational for the foreseeable future. Uh, <laughs> a little slip of the tongue there. Um, let's see. As my, uh, as the team leader, I ensure that the... Very rare fossil fuel cells that are used to power it were thrown overboard. Lost to the seas. Uh, let's see. You know, often in paranoia, it's not about what you do, it's about what you can take credit for. Lights can't take credit for stalling all those communists, as mentioned in the previous episodes in the public debriefing, but he can actually take credit for some other things that happened that weren't exactly his doing, but that he's tangentially related to. And as long as his secret societies believe that he's the one responsible, well, why not uh, take advantage of that? Ooh, I can think of one reason, actually, why you wouldn't want to take credit for something. And I thought of that at the time of this debriefing as well, so let's see what past me says about this. Uh, Unfortunately, it looks like only half of the fossil fuel cells were thrown overboard, specifically the ones that bees had. It does not seem that rammed through his overboard. He didn't? He did not. Uh Uh-oh. Therefore, there are actually enough fuel cells to run the pirate unit. I've been destroyed. Uh, It does seem that way. So congratulations, says your uh, mission supervisor from FD, uh, as they write something down. You got rid of half of the possible uh, battery span of the machine. They squint at you. How was I supposed to be aware that there was even more? Because you were the team leader? That is definitely correct. I will not fail again. Right. Um, well, you do get a little bit of um, a tiny bit of merit because the machine didn't come online during the mission. Yeah. So that was that was at least you know at least there's that. Yeah. Um, oh, and you're oh so close to the coveted sixth degree, but you're uh, I don't think you're going to get there unless you have something really good to tell them. Hmm. No, I don't have super great news right now. I'm just mostly glad that I'm not being uh, beaten up black and blue for failing to uh, annihilate the virus unit. Yeah. Um, I mean, did you see that thing? That thing was like built like a barn. There was no way I was going to be able to annihilate it. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyways, you're sure there's nothing robot related you want to tell these guys? Usually I leave it up to the players to take credit for things that they did. Otherwise, what's the point in playing the game if I'm going to do all the work for them? In this case, there's really something that Light should mention. Really something he should mention. Uh, You might know already, if you listened to the previous episode, 
Let's see how long it takes for lights to realize what it is. Oh yeah, I killed those two brothers and I sent photos of them being just annihilated. You already did that. Oh. Oh, so that, that that's not part of this. Okay, I get you. I mean, I'm pretty sure you already sent them. Those. I mean, I don't know if that the, the, that is included in this debriefing or not, you know? That's what I was saying. Oh, well, uh... Because I haven't I, I guess since. I guess canonically this is probably when you would be telling them that, but yeah. I already took that into account. Okay. Um, there's something really obvious here. I'm not sure if it would really gain you merit, but that you might want to tell one of your societies, or maybe you don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. Uh, Remember the thing that happened at the very end? Oh, right. Oh, geez, you were right. Uh, oh, yeah, there's some weird uh, shape-shifting like, bug robot that can turn into multiple bugs, and... It's just re- weird and scary, and I'm going to be meeting with an ultraviolet man to discuss it. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give him the name, but I don't have it written down because I'm an idiot. But I assume that I'd know it in character. Probably. It's uh, Elroy U. Yeah, Elroy U. Very interesting. What? Uh, why does this ultraviolet want to meet you? Because uh, apparently he's trying to figure out where this uh, weird shape-shifting robot thing comes from. Uh, because he's not familiar with it. I see. This man... This is a this is a notorious man, a notorious enemy of our society. He is a researcher and constructor of our mechanical foes. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about assassinating him? Um, will I be given like a nuclear bomb? What what kind of opportunities will you have there? Do you think? Um, I assume that I'll be meeting with him. I assume that there will be like a million insect guys that will pat down every inch of my body uh, multiple times. Um, and then there will be a room with him. Um, he'll probably have uh, the largest combat ever built will probably be protecting him. He seems like one of those guys. Uh, All right. So here's what we're going to do. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you're going to take this, and uh, they give you something about the size and, and shape of a lighter. Uh, but when you open it, uh, inside there's a little USB stick. Mm-hmm. And they say, this is a shielded hard drive, what you're going to do is try to get literally any data that you're not supposed to have from this guy onto this. Okay. And then eat it. Okay. Uh, and then and then leave. Okay. So um, I can just you, plug you it in. Probably, like you probably will be checked on the way in and out, but uh, you're going you're gonna to need to put this up your butt when you, when you go in. Wow, we're going there already? Okay. I mean... Can you can you force yourself to vomit? Or you want do you have control over your gag reflex? Cause, um, let me think. Because it's got to go in you and then out of you and in you again, and it's not okay. going to be fun either way. Yeah, but like you know, we can give you a water bottle to wash it off. Hmm. Hmm. I'm thinking about it. And you know what? I'll figure something out. If I have to put it up my butt, I will put it up my butt. Okay. Okay. Uh, if any. And even if you can't use this, any information that you can store in your in your brain matter, any anything that you can pry out of Doctor Elroy, um, because he loves bragging, mm-hmm. he loves talking, anything that you can get him to say that we could use, just you know, try to get him to talk about anything. Try to you you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, get any information out of him. Anything, that I can. anything, anything, anything that's useful. Anything. This man is. Just such a powerful enemy that we can get a lot of value out of him. Yes. 
And if you, you know, if you can kill him, then that would be great. But um, if you do that and get caught, you're probably going to get erased. So don't get erased because that would kind of not be worth it. Yeah, naturally. Do you want the water bottle? Uh, I think I can get my own water. That is the end of the light bulb secret debriefing. This is just kind of a weird, funny note, but I planned on having Lights get this as his secret society task for the Elroy meeting. Um, because specifically, I think it's very funny that he has to stick something in himself and out of it when he has the power to dematerialize and rematerialize and he can just sort of shove the thing inside of himself. Um, I assumed that he realized that and that he just didn't want to tell the Frankenstein stories about his mutant power. It's pretty normal that a player doesn't necessarily fill their society in on what their mutant power is. Some people do, some people don't. Unless you're a scion, in which case you definitely do, or an anti-mutant, in which case you definitely don't. But more to the point, um, I kind of thought that Lights was just being in character and not saying what his power was. But actually, no, he didn't really think of that idea. He really thinks that he has to do this. To me, it seems obvious that he doesn't have to from Light's perspective, but I I mean, Game Masters come up with stuff all the time that their players don't figure out because it's not as obvious as they think, as I've mentioned many times in my Game Master notes. So you guys can tell me if you think that this was really obvious or if you didn't think of it yourselves as we were talking. Clearly, Lights didn't think it was obvious, and I can't ask any of the other players. As I mentioned at the start, though, this is really quite inconsequential to the overall game. I just think it's interesting, and I guess we'll find out how it affects things later. Uh, maybe. Anyways, now it's time to move on to the Kyle secret debriefing. I mean, I guess we can do the Corp for Metal 1 first, because they're the only ones I had an actual mission for. Um, it is up to you, I think. Let's go to Corporal Metal first. Let's get that out of the way, and then I can touch base. With, uh, for- sure. <laughs> Alright, so you head to Corporal Metal. Um, you yeah. are... A carpool. Sorry, what? What? Carpool Metal? Yeah. <laughs> carpool the Metal. Uh, so you are still only a first-degree member. I believe you've padded... Two robots. Two robots. Uh, you're going to have to get working on that. I... I... Try. But, um... You did prevent the Pyrus unit from being destroyed. In fact, it was not damaged. Yeah. Half of the fuel cells for it were thrown into the lake, but Ram didn't do that with his half. So there is some possibility of it being activated someday. So that's good. I mean, it only needed three, and I assume they had more since they seemed to want to activate both of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we only need to scrounge up one more fuel cell. Easy. Uh, so that is enough points to get you to second degree. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. You don't sound very enthusiastic. I don't care about these. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I, I hope you at least care about the reward because you get one. Yeah. Let me just uh, pull up. I, I, I honestly have not even been keeping track of car formal bullshit in my my own notes, but I suppose I have to now. I noticed. Car for- well, no, okay. What do you mean you noticed? Uh, it seems like there was some stuff missing from your detailed notes. You don't have... You can't see my notepad shit. What do you oh, want about? I was talking about your character sheet. Uh, no, I don't... I keep a giant list of shit that happens. Rewards. Okay. 
transactions. Hmm. Uh, I'd love to see that someday. Um, but anyways, uh, since you have, since you have reached second degree in corporal metal, um, this is similar to when you got to second degree in purge, uh, you can increase any skill that you have, um, by plus one, as long as it's in some way related to corporal metal, or, uh, you can give a plus two to any secret skill that corporal metal has. Yeah. Give me a second. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Tool making is a stretch for cor- corporal metal, I'd assume. Yeah, they don't do that. Um, let me get the corporal metal secret skills for you. It's only fair that you know what they are. I'm not gonna get. I don't think I will be getting uh, ones in any skills, or is almost or twos, I suppose. Well, uh, I don't know. I should still tell you. Yeah. All right. Uh, your options are cyborging, bot spotting. Uh, bioweapons, but that's a main skill, so... I'm pretty sure you already got some points in cyborging just from joining, didn't you? I do. I have plus two points. So you could make it a four if you wanted to. That's not the worst thing you could do with your level. But if four? there's a main skill that you would like to increase, then... Don't you, you mean I can, make it, I can make it plus three? Uh, no, you can make it plus four. Because you have a, you have a two now, right? Yes. And uh, this is... You can get one point in any main skill, or you can get two in a secret skill. Oh. if you put it in a secret skill. So you could go to bot spotting 2 if you wanted to, but you could also go to cyborging 4. Um, which I think is worth considering. Um, yeah, yeah, alright, I'll go to cyborg. Yeah, cyborging 4? Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, is there anything else that you want to talk to Corpor Metal about? Um, hmm. <sighs> is there anything I want to talk about? I actually do, actually. Uh, that robot with the mind control disc that I met, can I can I describe them to? Cor- you just want to tell them about it. I want to tell them about that. I don't, like I don't want to tell them what I did with him. I just want to tell them that I met this robot. Uh, is he is he in part of this sect of Carport Middle? Um, let's see. You talk to one of the Jackrobots about it, and he says, "Processing your description." And then uh, he holds up a tablet and a bunch of images of. Uh, different looking Jackobots and similar to Jackobot looking things uh, pop up on it and he says do any of these machines match your description? I don't do that. You you take a look at it but no, none of them quite looked like the one. No. I see. It seems likely that this machine is not one of our direct associates. However, they may still be in a acquainted society branch. As such, please do not destroy them. Duly noted. Ah, uh, let's see. Anything else? Unless it is absolutely necessary. Anything else I want to talk about? Corfinal. Some of the differences in secret societies aren't really listed in the books so much as implied. I think it's interesting to sort of come up with different strengths and weaknesses that different societies have. Within Corporal Metal, for example, it's pretty easy to find out if someone is your ally or enemy because unless somebody is lying to you, if you just ask one of your bot friends, hey, is this bot on our side? They'll basically instantly know. Yes, no, or maybe. I mean, they're robots. They have recognition programs. They have databases with every other robot in it in Alpha Complex, or at least all the other robots in their sector. Or at least all the non-secret ones. Okay, so maybe it's not a perfect system, but still, information is key in playing Paranoia, and the kind of information that your society can give to your players 
is, in my opinion, pretty much just as important as the kind of equipment and skills they can give them as well. So you should definitely think about that if you are running the game. Some of them are very obvious, of course. The Sierra Club can tell you anything about anything organic. The Scions can tell you anything about mutant powers. And some of them are a little trickier to figure out, but, um, well, you can either take my ideas or think of some for yourself. Or watch some other games of Paranoia and see what other Game Masters do. Hmm. What else? I mean, I assume... I don't remember. I don't. I haven't gotten a mission in so long. When, when do I? How do I actually get missions from secret societies now? How do you get missions from secret societies? Well, they'll either give you one right away or before a mission. For um, all right. If you're if you're talking about like your your black book, uh, you yeah, wouldn't no, get an, you won't no, get know, an equivalent but... like that from Corporal Metal until your much higher degree. Yeah, I know. I was just, I was just like, it's been so long since Perry has given me an actual mission rather than just letting me go off on my own. Right. Um. That uh, may actually change. Um, I wanted you to get at least one done from the book, which you now have. I think I, I think I, it feels like it's been such a long time because it's been such a long time since we played. <laughs> yeah, real time. Yeah, real time's FaceTime. Uh, hmm. I, oh yeah. Uh, you probably already know this. Mm-hmm. I say, looking at lights leaving uh, through the space time conundrum. Mm. Okay. Uh, do you have any? Do you? Uh, what do I want to say here? What's your reputation and re- uh, relation level with Doctor Elroy? Are you talking to Corporal Metal? Yeah, all these things were directed at the, them. Okay, we are familiar with this historic bot designer. However, we have no direct association with him. Uh, do you know about his interest in <laughs> Wallbot? The what? <laughs> Well, what did they, did they call him anything, or did they just say stealth Mm-mm. bot? They didn't have anything. Any? I, I just give a I just give a cursory description of this bot. Speaking of secret societies and information, you may wonder why I'm so specific about what players do and don't tell their secret societies. You're going to have to wait some time for the payoff, unfortunately. But I assure you that the things that players do and don't decide to say are incredibly important. This is intriguing. We have not heard of this machine. Well, he has. And I have now. And he wants to talk to me about it. Well, strictly speaking, he wants to talk to our troubleshooting team about it. I see. Please confer to us any knowledge you gain on the subject of this new machine. Okay. All right. If you are meeting with the doctor in person, please convey any interesting knowledge you may gather from his location or conversation. Sure. All right. I guess Lights didn't get a kill order from these guys. If he got a kill order at all. Uh, yes, you see, Kyle knows about this because Lights immediately told everyone that he had a order to attempt to kill Dr. Elroy as soon as he got out of his secret debriefing. As I mentioned, we did all three of these debriefings in a row, and there was some time between each of them where I had to get a sip of water, and uh, the players would be able to talk with each other. Uh, is it a wise decision for Lights to have told everyone that? Well, maybe or maybe not. It doesn't really reveal too much about what kind of secret society you're in. Pretty much any of them would say, yes, kill that ultraviolet, except for FCCP or 
any societies that literally work for or work for the same goals as that ultraviolet. And um, the odds that anyone will successfully attempt to assassinate Dr. Elroy are pretty much zero. But if it's one player who's working against the rest of them, then it's absolutely zero. If he wants any chance, he's kind of got to fess up that it's something he'd like to do and feel out to see if the other players feel the same way. Who knows? Maybe they all want to kill him. Maybe they don't. I mean, uh, I know, and you know, but when I say who knows, you understand what I'm saying. Uh, I think that's it for Poor for Metal. I don't think I have anything else to talk to them about. Okay. I mean, no, I think if I wanted to get weapons or armor or equipment from someone, Purge would be far more uh, robust buy from. Considering your degree difference, definitely, I think. Yeah. Although if you want something specific that Corporal Metal might have, then, you know. No. I mean, I think, uh, hey, I want an anti-robot weapon. Probably shouldn't be asked of the robots. No, definitely not. Yeah. Um, you can sprint back in here if you think of something else you want to ask him. So you can switch and go to Purge now if you want. Or Yeah, let's go to Purge. I uh, walk up to Purge. Okay. You walk up to Purge. Um, let's Hi. see. I killed a bunch of commies. What else happened? There's a there's a Pyrus robot that could feasibly be activated. That might be fun. Uh, Interesting. The, the boat. Tell uh, you you tell them as much as you know about the unit, I suppose. Yeah, and the boat. Um, they tell you if the unit has the original brain uh, in it, it would be fanatically loyal to the computer, and therefore we probably don't want it to be active. Hmm. Could know some interesting things about the computer then. Ah, and then, and um, then. That's, that's true, yeah, but probably don't want the risk. And then there's the boat with functioning the guns. Boat. Uh, the boat is a very interesting target. Although it seems it, it would be a little impractical. <laughs> be funny as all hell. It would be, it would be interesting, but, um. Ah, okay, and then, uh, I have a meeting with an ultraviolet. Interesting. Dr. Elroy, to be specifically. Very interesting. Uh, you, anything, you just want to tell him everything you know about the... Yeah, I just tell him everything I want from my guts. All right. Well, um, Dr. Elroy, certainly an interesting character. As you, as you know, one of the goals of Purge is to, uh, kill all ultraviolets, uh, forever. Yeah. There have been some cases in the past of ultraviolets who are uh, so subversive to the computer uh, that they are interested in creating a new new world order that might actually not become members of Purge, but it might be considered to, to be allowed to work with them, maybe. Um, Dr. Elroy is not one of these people, to clarify. <laughs> but he, Seems he's, obvious. But he, he's not... He's not a... I mean, it, it's hard to say he's not a computer loyalist because... If you're not a computer loyalist, you don't become ultraviolet. You literally have to praise the computer constantly. Um, you have to be... The computer has to consider you completely spotless. But um, in his own ways, from all of the knowledge that we've scoped out of Elroy Yu, he is much more interested in his own technological advancements and the advancement of Alpha Complex as a whole. Um... Not nece- this is not necessarily beneficial to us, but it's not necessarily the absolute worst thing. So um, you're probably not going to get a chance to 
privately talk with him about, like, you know, hey, how you feel about Purge? Um, for several <laughs> reasons. That being, one, it's going to be an interview with several other people. Two, you're in absolutely no position to bargain with him. Uh, three, you're not really high enough in Purge to uh, represent Purge to an ultraviolet. Four, five, six, etc., etc. But we would like you to, you know, as as... As a member of Purge, you are free to go about this as you see fit. The reason we're telling you all this is because we want you to know our policy on him. Um, you know, if you can gather any information on him at all, that would be good. If for some reason you decide you can you can murder him, um, it's probably not the worst thing that could happen. Um, but only if you can really like get some benefit out of it. Like just having him die and then come back as his next clone, it would it would help to send. It would probably send a very good message if if you could do that. And any time you can kill an ultraviolet and show that they're not invincible, sends a very strong message for purge and is great for recruitment drives. But um, ha- having you having you get erased would honestly probably not be worth it because you're a useful member and uh, there's probably a lot more that you can do in the future that would be. More useful than uh, killing an ultraviolet and then being erased forever. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, any other questions about Doctor Elroy? We'll tell you anything that you want to know about him that we know. Hmm. Uh, any other questions? Let's see. I mean, these robots evidently aren't his. Is he usually at the head of any robotic developments? Hmm. He usually um, he spends most of his time working on his own projects, be them uh, his own robot designs or other kinds of technologies that he's working on but he does enjoy tinkering with other people's machines sometimes um it does seem a bit unusual that he would want to be put in charge of investigating some particular kind of robot so there must be something about it that's of specific interest to him maybe it's maybe he maybe he knows something about it already like maybe he does actually know who's made it maybe it's someone he doesn't like and he wants to figure out a way to uh, get rid of them because he thinks it's going to be a threat to him. Or maybe he doesn't know who, who's made it, but he knows that it's going to be a threat to him for some reason, and he's, well, he wants to research it because of that. Hmm. It, seem, it seems unlikely that he would be doing this just because he's looking for something to do. If he wanted to do that, he would be making something of his own design. Interesting. Interesting. Ah. Alright. I have anything else I can tell him to do? I don't think so, right? Um... Really interesting. That's what happened on that mission, as far as I know. Hmm. No, I don't think there was really much purge-related stuff. Um, killing communists is good. You will get a little bit of merit for that because nobody likes commies. Um, but not a ton of merit, honestly. Yeah. Uh, the purge is interested to see what you will do, uh, with your uh your henchmen. Um, and yeah. they're also interested to see how you do on your uh black book. And so far, it seems pretty good. Um, let's see. Do I have any missions for you right now? Um, I mean, you know, recover any information you can or anything useful from Dr. Elroy, if possible. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, well, if there's no mission, then... Uh, what? So, people in Alphacomplex don't normally have radios or headsets or whatnot, right? I'm correct in assuming this and knowing this and believing this? Um, only if they're operating some kind of thing that needs it. Usually you communicate just over your PDCs. Yeah, but that's not, you know, 
It's an iPad or a phone. Yeah. Tablet. I don't know what version we're using anymore. Uh, uh, it's like a... Nintendo Switch. It's like a... It, it's it's kind of like a little tablet. Somewhere between a phone and a tablet. But anyways, what were you saying? Uh, so, so, like, let's say I wanted, like, a fucking army radio headset. Not, you know, Alpha Complex army, but, you know, a God-given Earth real-life real army. Okay. Is that... Would that raise... Both would that be hard to get, and both would that be... Like, someone look at me and say, that's not right. Um, you can get that at orange clearance, actually. You got... You kind of have to be orange for more advanced communication tools, but you could get, uh, some kind of radio or something. Uh, I guess... If you're just walking around with it, that might raise questions. Yeah. And that, how bulky are these headsets? Can I hide it under like a hat? What do you What do you need to do with this? Are you trying to communicate with someone um, at like really long range or short I wanna, range, or are you I wanna, trying to listen wanna, to something? I want to communicate at short range. Specifically, let me think. I want to be able for someone to say uh, specifically what I'm thinking of in my scenario right now is uh, say I have a spotter, uh-huh. and I like you know watching uh, guards, and I want them to be able to update me constantly interesting um probably what you would need is you would need one person to have um a larger kind of bulky device and then the other person could just have a headset um presumably the person doing the spotting would have the bulkier thing if they were at some kind of vantage point perhaps um Mm -hmm. so one of you one of you would need something that is not immobile, but it is a very large a, a, box that you'd have to carry around and be very the, conspicuous. Like the Radio Man backpacks. Yes. Basically. Pretty much. And what if it was short range, like we were both in, I don't know, the same building or the same street? That That is for short range. For long range, you would need something bigger. Oh. Nice. Um, but when I say short range, that would be enough for, like, pretty much like a quarter of a sector. Like, as long as you're in the same region... You would still be able to communicate with a device like that. So if I had two headsets and one radio man, the radio man could be far away from place, but the two headset men could be the radio man? Uh, yeah, if you have if you have another person, then uh, one could run the communication set. You can also just get like a, a PDC range extender, but I'm assuming that you're asking me these things because you want to communicate over not yeah, PDCs. Yeah, over not PDC, um, obviously. Hypothetically, you could set up a a comm unit somewhere and just leave it on its own. And assuming that nothing bad happens to it, and also it doesn't malfunction, and also absolutely nothing happens that requires any tweaking or tuning, um, nobody would have to man it. <laughs> but it would be better if you had somebody operating it for reasons that I deem obvious. Yeah. And how much would this theoretically cost? If you wanted a, a uh, transponder like the one that I just described, mm-hmm. um, it would probably be uh, 700 credits for it, and then each headset would be 50 credits. Oh, that's not too bad. Uh, all right. Now, on the thing that aren't that. Uh, hmm. Is there any hand weapon? Like an EMP taser that I could use against robots. A hand weapon against robots. Um, the best legal device that you could get would just be one of those uh, handy loyalty enforcement stick tasers. If there was an exposed part of the robot and you zapped them with it there, that would deal damage. Although just hitting them with it wouldn't really do much. Unless they're mm-hmm. a very flimsy robot that doesn't have any kind of insulation. 
I need something that can attack the robot outright, hand weapons wise. I I guess is there nothing uh, non legal? Well, there's lots of things that are non legal. Um, is there a name for the loyalty enforcement sticks, or are they just is that their name? Loyalty enforcement stick. You can also just call it a fucking stun baton, basically. If you have the prices for those, uh, what's the loyalty enforcement sticks price? It is only forty credits, and it is red. They are generally only given to uh, loyalty officers, but also internal security. And conveniently, you are internal security, so it's one of the uh, job-based items that you actually can just have if you want. Duly noted. Um, anyway, if you want a force sword, uh, which is blue clearance, you can uh, pay 400 credits. Pretty cheap. Uh, they are mass-produced. Oh. They are hmm. uh, pretty robust. What differentiates a force sword from a normal sword? How how could I? I thought hide? you were asking that, so I'm already searching for the yeah definition. How, how could I hide these? This is a basically it's a thin uh, fiber encased in a force field sheath, and it cuts through pretty much anything. Um, there are some <laughs> there's uh there's a good amount of danger if you're carrying it around inappropriately. Um, you generally want to carry it around in a a stable sheath designed for it, which is pretty bulky, so it would not be easy to conceal. If you wanted to, you could just like slip it into your pant leg, um, and hope it doesn't turn on accidentally. But that would be extremely dangerous. Yes, um, they are. They are. They are quite fragile, actually. Um, when they're not on, if you if you hit something with it while it's not on, it will probably just snap in half. Um, and that's why that's another reason that you're supposed to carry it around in a stable containment unit um so that i'm not sure if that's practical but it is it would it, it would probably only cost you like 1.5 times as much to get it from purge so probably 600 but it might be a little bit difficult well let me see let me see if there's other um another option for you this might be more sensical would be the uh neuro whip Ooh, this neuro is whip. a uh green clearance hand weapon base price is 300 credits um, it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. It is a, uh, electric whip. Um, not necessarily totally safe to carry around, but, but relatively safe. It's like alpha complex safe, you know, like your, your laser pistol. Those are alpha complex safe. Yeah. This is unless, alpha complex safe. Unless something targets it, it's probably fine. As long as nothing targets it, you don't use it improperly. I'm not. I'm not gonna like roll every mission to see if it just fucking kills you for no reason. So if I say, so is 300 credits, right? That's what you said. Yes, but probably buying it illegally, uh, probably 450. Well, yeah, I assume there's gonna be markups. But uh, so say, how are these things stored? Can I just store them any way I want? Like I can an Indiana Jones whip. Um, it is recommended to store it not against your flesh, but other than that, you can do pretty much whatever you want. So if I, let me describe, if I say, got a truncheon holder, and, you know, replace the like handle a, with... Like a belt for a truncheon, you mean? Yeah, like a, like a truncheon belt, or whatever whatever you might... Hmm. <sighs> what what melee weapons in Alpha Comics normally have sheaths? Knives, obviously. Knives, swords, four swords. Um, would a loyalty enforcement stick have a sheath Usually you would just hang that from your belt like you would just a truncheon. Hmm. Okay, and so could also I, wear rubber pants, maybe. Could I fit this on in a sword sheet? This whip. Um, I think you could, but the handle wouldn't look like a sword handle. 
I assume might, in fact like, the handle might just kind of slide in. I don't know. I imagine the handle is has a lot of the components in it, so I can't just replace the handle, right? No. I I would let you. Uh, I'll I'll give you an inspirational idea. I might let you modify a sword sheath so that it would be easier to clip the handle onto. That's something that your toolmaking skill could actually do and not give you a terrible result, is is just making a small modification to a sword sheath. Mm, I actually had the, the inverse idea. I was planning on uh, modifying the handle to you know have a you know outer layer. You could do that, but I think that would be harder to do. Yeah. Because if you fuck up the sheath slightly, it doesn't matter. If you fuck up the neurolip slightly, you need a new neurolip. And also maybe... A new nervous system. <laughs> Although I find secret shopping to be interesting myself, at this point I decided that we should cut it off because there's another 30 minutes of talking about neuro whips and the intricacies of them. All that you really need to know is that he buys one, and he modifies it in several ways, including paying some expensive fees to have some other people help him modify it so that it will be more effective against machines and people in heavier armor, but unfortunately that also has the downside of having it carry less charge, so it will eventually run out of shock and need to be refilled. And of course, as we discussed, he has it uh, nicely hidden away as a sword, which is legal to carry as long as your red thirns are higher. So as long as nobody inspects that too closely, uh, he should be able to carry this around in public pretty much anywhere. In any case, that is the end of Kyle's secret debriefing, so... Now it is time to move on to our final guest, Ram. <clears throat> okay, so, so uh, Secret Society debriefing, okay. post-Mission 5 with Ram. That's me. That's Ram. I have uh, a question. Let's see. Okay, uh, what is your question? So I've got this cool robot that Bees gave me. I see. Right? But I want to make sure it doesn't transmit where I am. Mm, okay, so you want to inspect this robot. I I want to put it in like a lead box so it can't transmit where I am. I don't want to touch it. Do you have a lead box to Can put I it in? Can I get a little lead box that fits it in? Like, like just a lead box? Mm, I don't think so because this, is, this is a lead big... Content. This is like, again, this is like Rat uh, size. small mammal sized. It's oh, not actually like mammal. an insect. I thought it was like, like bigger than a rat. Mm, it's a bit bigger than that. Can Very big like, rat. Can I get, like, a lead-lined suitcase? Fuck no. The ability to not be tracked is incredibly, incredibly powerful, and I don't want any of the players to have that without some serious investment. I will also let you know right now that, yes, that robot is being tracked all the fucking time, and it would be super lame and not nearly as hilarious if Ram managed to bypass that without any repercussions. Maybe you found one of your societies or something, I don't know. Uh, can I message my, uh, can I use my undercover messaging to just request a lead line suitcase from my dudes at the, at the humanists, like in code or something? Sure. I will, uh, allow them, I will have them give you such a thing, uh, if you are willing to have a slight reduction to your next reward as a trade-off. Uh, I mean, I mean, the whole, the thing is I'm going to be giving this to them. I just want oh, to bring okay, it to. So, I just want it. I just want it's a security issue. I don't want to bring a transmitting bot into our headquarters. So like, being, you don't want to keep it or anything. No, I'm giving it to them. I'm going to give it to them. Um, this is a this is a yes, this yeah, is a okay, safety can, transportation thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You can do that. Then you can do that. Um, you send you send them a, a message, and then um, where where do you wait with this? Uh, just in some street corner. 
Okay, interesting. Okay, so yeah, a little bit later, uh, someone comes to you with the suitcase that you require. Oh, hello. Hello. I assume they just... Here you go, sir. Oh, thanks. Uh, thanks for the suitcase. Um, so then then you can make it to your secret society. Yes. Right. All right. Uh, so here's the thing. I'm a little scared of these robots. As in, hmm. I'm very paranoid that these robots are in this building and that we don't know about it. I see. Who, who are you telling this to exactly? Uh, I want to tell that to my direct supervisor, and I want to do it in a way that the bots, if they're in the, if they are the walls or the floors, don't know that I'm telling her that. So I want to like write down like a flimsy, like, like I'm going to do something, and you need to play along and not just think I'm crazy. Hmm. Uh, for like five minutes when I'm in her office, when I'm giving her a report. I see. Because I'm going to start bashing on the walls and the floor. And I'm going to start kicking and and bashing stuff. Interesting. Um. Okay, yeah. Uh, you do that, and you communicate it to her. Uh, and she will order an inspection of the building, I guess. Yeah. And see what is going on. Okay. And then I guess I'll report and say, uh, you know, I have a potential contact for us who can do weapons training. Oh, that's good. That's very good. Yes. Um, they are in the theater right now. They're in a theater troupe. And they hate it. They hate being in a theater troupe, but they seem to be really good at fighting and training. And I think okay. offering them a job opportunity uh, that is outside of the theater, but makes use of their considerable talents is something that will draw them to us immediately. And we can just have them train that way. Easy. Okay. I've got his contact right here. Right. That's the key. You give them the contact information. Let me, I'm just writing some stuff down here about what you're doing. Okay. Very good. Um, let's see. Uh, anything else you want to do immediately? Uh, I want to tell her about the robots. Like, actually tell her about them. And the shit that's about to happen to me. Right. And, uh, and the, the meeting and the... Yeah. Be like, be like, uh, you know, so boss, uh, you know, during my, during my troubleshooting mission, I encountered these, you know, weird super spy robots, and I wasn't sure what they were about. And then after the mission... Uh, we ca- we got a couple of them, and then my team captured a couple of them, but they were they're broken, and uh, we turned them in. And after we turned them in, we got a message from uh, Doctor Elroy, the ultraviolet citizen, who's I the head of uh, behind the mind behind the machines, that robot show. He's the robot ultraviolet guy. He loves making robots and thinking about robots. Yes, right? you know, we, you know. we 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 keep tabs on on Elroy. You we have a we have a great deal of interest in. What he's doing. Yeah, uh, I'm going to his mansion. Specifically stopping him from doing what he's doing. Yeah, I'm going to his mansion like next week or sometime. Because he's invited us to personally debrief about these robots. Because he doesn't know what they're doing either. And the Ultraviolets don't know who controls these robots. Uh, So there's spy bots that the Ultraviolets don't know who is controlling them. Or what they're about. uh, And they're desperate to know. And I have one here for you, if you'd like one. In this case, which is lead-aligned so that it can't transmit anything. It's broken, but, you know, the Ultraviolets want this. And uh, you can have it. So we can have our tech guys look at it and see what it's trying to do, maybe. Very interesting. Thank you very much for recovering this and turning this in. This will be a great benefit. And, of course, anything that you can learn or or recover from um, from Dr. Elroy would be excellent. We want to know, you know, it's not the... He's, he's, he's a very important man in the advancement of robotics and Alpha Complex. And we want to have him... 
making loyal machines, you know, as opposed to crazy ones that don't obey their, you know, human masters. Yeah, as long as the the robots can, it's good to have advanced robots, but they have to always obey their masters. Yes, exactly. They're human masters, yeah. Um, So we... We want to keep. We try to keep tabs on him and what what he's doing. Yeah, and I think that this meeting will be a good chance to uh, get an idea of a what they know about these weird robots, which we can you know, bring back to, which I can bring back to us, and also to see what he's doing in there, maybe in his little mansion. Uh, you know, it's a little intimidating because he's an ultraviolet and he's also you know terrifying in that kind of way, but. You know, I'll, I'll bring back the info you need. Got it. Good. I'll do it. Let's see. Also, did Vulture Squad take the biological fuel cells that I had back? I think they must have, or I must have given it to the museum guys. Oh, yeah, you you turned those in. Okay, yeah. I was about to say, because if not, and I just have these stupid things lying around, I'll give it to these guys, because who cares? I don't want them, but... No, you yeah. did not get to keep those. Yeah, didn't want to keep them anyway. Oh, and I, I, of course, I make sure to tell her, you know, how to find these stupid robots that are the walls or the floors, the way that we found them. Right. Yeah, that's important. You know, civil defense includes defending our civil space from evil robots. Speaking of civil defense. Yes. I'm now demoted. Uh, congratulations. You are now a fifth degree humanist. Oh boy. Everything I've ever wanted. And you are no longer the director of civil defense. And emergency planning. And emergency planning. Uh, you are now the vice president of the Human Habitation Commission. Okay. Vice... President of the Human Habitation Commission. Great. Great. I can't wait for these guys to burn in hell. So, um, basically what happens is... Oh, wait. Um, when did you... Wait, 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 wait. Yep, yep, yep. I, I finished a trade route thing. Uh, yes, okay, okay, sorry. Some of my notes are... Stupid, but that's okay. I've done the trade route, and I found the weapon experts. Yes, and it's good that you turned that in, because now uh, you don't have to do any of that anymore. So I don't have forget... to find the construction companies? Nope, forget everything you know. Thank God. Goodbye. 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 Now easy missions. Easy missions. Coming down the pipeline, just for me. Please don't yes. be killing Ultraviolet. So your your boss, who I'm sure you probably don't remember because it's been months since we actually that is correct. did this, uh, is uh, Janice G-O-F-I-4. Yes. She's the uh, director of public safety, uh, or at least she was. Her job might have changed by now. Um, she she informs you. Sadly, the the civil defense program is uh, changing hands to to another department. We've uh, we've had some budgetary concerns, and we need to shrink it because we realize that we cannot actually keep up with what we were originally hoping the program to be. But that's all right. The work that you've done will be put to good use, I'm sure, uh, by whoever is put in charge of it next. And we have some some new work that is going to be much more important, and that is with the Human Habitation Commission. The president of the Human Habitation Commission is uh, currently quite busy uh, negotiating with the the Sierra Club, as you as you have probably heard of them. Correct. Yes. Yes. yes you know, I've heard you know of all them. about them. Yes, they know about the outside, whatever that is. Yes, we have some interest in collaborating with them. Back in the the original days of Alpha Complex, when humans truly controlled the complex, there were many biodomes, you see, where elements of the outside were preserved that anyone could enjoy. But now, now only the computer loyal have access to these 
very high-up facilities. They are rationed out, and we wish to create some re- recreations of the of the old culture from before uh, the machines ruled over us, you see. Uh, okay. I understand that drive. Right. Exactly. So, what we would like you to do is to acquire some resources and locations for us to construct our own biodomes. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's more so construction. To... So we need some, uh, well, not construction exactly, but uh, we're looking for some, some plots of land, preferably with uh, dirt or um, water, or, or close to water. You know, it doesn't have to be natural water. It could just be a water filtration plant or or what have you. Um, but some, some resources we can tap into. And we're looking for some terraforming equipment. We want some atmospheric controls. Um, and of course, if you can find any sources of, of seeds or, or plants. The biodomes, they had lots of plants in them. In, in the outdoors, there were supposedly lots of plants. So we want to have those. And, um, apparently there were also some animals, you know, like bugs and whatever. But we're looking for some, we've heard rumors that there are more, mm, more attractive animals, more, more interesting ones, uh, that are less, less bothersome. So it might be difficult to find them, but if you could come into contact with any Sierra Club members and perhaps just learn some more about how we should design these biodomes. Okay. All right. So your priorities basically should be, number one is learn about biodome design. We're actually going to make that the most important one. Biodome design. Learn the facts. Yes. Um, Number two, um, we want some atmospheric controls, stuff that can regulate the, the temperature and airflow and help us have our own little area that is that is um, self-sustaining from the rest of the sector that it's in, that we can control exactly what it's like and make it a replica of the old world. Okay. Biodome design, learn the facts, find atmospheric control equipment. Mm-hmm. Or designs. Something. And uh, the last one is to find find a location, if you can. Find, if you, if you in your, in your... Troubleshooting travels. If you find a location that is mostly deserted or unclaimed, not used for anything, that looks like it might be a good place to construct a biodome, then please mark that down or, or let us know. Or get, better yet, get in contact with anyone who might might own such a piece of land that we could acquire. Okay. Find a location for the biodome deserted slash unclaimed, or we can buy it. Deserted slash unclaimed can buy it near water with dirt. Yes. And Ideally. of course, as the vice president, many decisions are up to you. If you, if you think of anything or, or find any resources that would be valuable for us, then by all means, you know, in, uh, the, the funds of the environmental, <laughs> human environment commission are the human habitation, sorry, the human habitation commission. Yes. The funds of the human habitation commission are yours, uh, to use on such projects. Okay. Great. I will keep that in mind while I pursue these objectives. Uh, so the Sierra Club is has helped us out on this a little bit, you said. Yes. Well, the president is currently trying to work on some, some uh, negotiations with them, but they're not very receptive to us, unfortunately. We're hoping that if we can get 
some progress on making our own biodome, that would really perk up their interest as well as creating a habitat for us. And then it could maybe snowball and accelerate into a blossoming friendship between us and the Sierra Club. Great. That sounds that sounds like something that's possible to happen. Possibly will happen in the future. She smiles at you work. and nods vigorously. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nodding too. Yep. Okay. All right. Um... So something that you've probably noticed is that I change around the objectives that people are doing sometimes. Usually it's if someone waits too long to get their thing done. For example, when Lights just couldn't seem to figure out enough information about the processor R94. However, you probably have gotten the feeling that RAM gets switched around more than everybody else. This is because I think that he has the funniest reactions when I do it. So I've decided to make his life miserable by switching things as often as possible in the most horrifying ways possible. His anxiety and despair fuels me and my drive to continue running this game. Let's see. Yeah, so what do you do after that? Uh, I... Oh, by the way, your office has been moved and everything's been rearranged in it. Oh my god. Is it in a different place now or is it the same office and everything's been ransacked and moved around? Uh, it's the same building, but it's a different room. Is it a nicer um... office? Mm, it's pretty much the same. It's just like a mirror image. <sighs> do I, did my fake plant make it through the move? Um, yeah, I might have gotten bent a little bit in the move. Dang. Well, I just kind of set up my office and I make sure that my uh, whatever name is on the door. I guess it's paint still drying or not. I sit at my desk. I, if I boot up the computer. I take a look. Are there any notes for the what the previous vice president of Human Habitation Commission was doing? Or no? It's all just garbage. Uh, yeah, but it's more like a suicide note. Oh, I want to read the suicide note. <laughs> um, it just says this would be better off uh, as this. This should be a project for the Sierra Club. We should just pay them instead of splurging money on whatever it is. This is. Uh. I'm I'm going to start my own project. It's called the Biotune Project. I'm going to make an atmosphere-controlled coffin for myself, uh, and that's where I'll be. All right, I'm going to add an entry below that, and I'm like, hmm. I'm just going to say addendum, obtain biocontrol coffin from previous director. All right. And use this technology to fuel the biodrome. And then underneath that, addendum two. This guy thinks he has it bad, and that's it. That's all my work I'm doing today. So do I um. Does that mean my humanist propaganda skill goes up by one because it's whatever the thing that you said before? Yes, it is. Uh, it has been changed. It's eleven. So now your propaganda goes up by one. And also, let's look at your. Uh, let's look at what you get. Uh, one question before that, though. Oh yes, because because my death leopard prop, prop, death leopard rank never went past whatever it was. It stays frozen at whatever it was now. Yeah. Uh, right? You okay. Were and I guess maybe still are. A I was at plus nine. Death leopard. Yeah. Um, so you should have ten. Uh, Nine. Ten, really? Oh, wow. Because okay. I think it's six plus your degree rank, right? Is what I said. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay, great. Just making sure I want to okay. have the right propaganda scores. All right, let's see. Uh, so fifth degree. Okay, yes. You will get a... What do I win? Society special plus you can get three magazines of any kind, um, but they all must be of a different kind. <sighs> great. Uh, I'd like an outdoor life magazine. Right, because you have two of those. Because I have two of those? And then the other two can be anything you want. Uh, uh, you can you can take a little time to think about that. 
um, I think your society special, I think what would make the most sense is for you to have an actual uh, company card. You have the uh, the company card for the uh, Human Habitation Commission. Society. Where did I put that? Was I put it under treasonous equipment? Um, or on light? Yeah, I guess that would be treasonous equipment. It's it's pretty inconspicuous. In fact, it's incredibly inconspicuous. Um, unless somebody were to like trace your payments, but um, I mean, like especially trace your payments, like super trace them. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, they'd be like, "Who's buying right. this stuff?" Or if I, or if I was using it to buy personal shit instead of norm, instead of what they want me to buy, mm-hmm. I'd probably get on. Uh, their so radar. there is currently. Um, 8,532 credits in the Human Habitation Commission Fund. And so... 8,000? Yep, 8,532 credits in the HHC funds. Okay, so my mission now is to advance so quickly that these guys get fucking nuked by insect and I get shifted so I can just loot this. Perhaps. Thank you for listening to this episode of Paranoia Fight Together at Iglam.